the nerds take over. Us? Huh? This time on Nerdables, Casey Affleck spoils the Batman, Deadpool stunt turns deadly, Walking Dead producers want money, and Star Wars fans go crazy for Kenobi. So, mm. <laughs> I know there was like a big pause. Joining me are so Chris. Usually you just go right into I know, who's joining you. Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Do we don't have to say it anymore? Well, I mean, we've never had any, we haven't been anybody else on the show in at least three months. <laughs> I know, right? I don't remember the last time Sebastian was here, so. Before Comic-Con, I think. At least. Wow. Everything's before Comic Con. Everything's, yeah. So, Good Casey Affleck got him. Mm-hmm. Did he get himself into hot water or did he did he just mm-hmm. kind of stoke the fire a little bit more about what's going on with the Ben? Fire. It feels I like mean, he just wanted some attention. Well, yes, I'm good attention. Hey, I'm going to break some rumors and get this. Yeah, I'm going to do something rather than like from... rape women or whatever else he was accused of. Because, I mean,. It's been back and forth. I mean, he, Ben Affleck is leaving. He's staying. He's leaving. Comic Con says he's staying. I kind of said that they're waiting until after Justice League to make the announcement. Hell, they may even put him in Flashpoint and then change it at the end of Flashpoint, bring in a new Batman, or they bring him back and he plays Thomas Wayne. Yeah, I mean, they well, could. It's funny, I was watching all the pictures online of people who want the alternate, I guess, paradox. Batman and Joker, they wanted no. to be the the two that played his parents in the Batman vs. Superman. They wanted Jeff, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen to play Oh, that's right. I forgot Batman Lauren Cohen and was playing Joker Martha. And then the Paradox from the comic. Yeah, in the, in the Flash. They want Lauren Conrad to be the Joker? In the Flash. Well, no. I mean... <laughs> Well, so Lauren Jeffrey Cohen? Dean Anderson and Conrad. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He, no, that's always, how he always no. says it. Every time on um, the Walking Dead cast, I say... You've read, you've read Batman Flashpoint. Yes. Yeah. That Martha Wayne turns into the Joker. Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. That's the, that's the yeah, joke yeah, of it, is that yeah. Bruce gets killed, God, yeah. and it drives Martha Wayne crazy. Thomas becomes Batman. Martha becomes the Joker. Yeah. So, yes, in the Flashpoint universe, and I, I think they would definitely do that. If, they, if they're going to follow Flashpoint through the comic... And use the, the the big points of it because Thomas Wayne obviously is a huge part of it. Yeah. If you have if you can score Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne, you want to turn your phone off or you just want it, to be that? What the hell is it's that? you? Oh, dumbass! I was like, who's, whose phone is that? Yours. <laughs> My phone's uh, usually on silent. And get um, Lauren Conrad to play Cohen. Martha as. Cohen. Cohen, does it say Conrad? Lauren yeah. Conrad. Is no, no, like let's get Lauren Conrad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, 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 she's not busy. Trust me. I, I did a she, line for Target. Coles. Is it Coles? Yeah. I think she has what? baby Might cancer. Might as well be Target. Yeah. She's, did you say she, she has baby she, cancer? <laughs> I think she's pregnant now. <laughs> Little baby cancer. cancer. It is a growth inside of you, yeah, is it not? True. I mean, it could cause it baby a, cancer. It is attached to you. But then also it is response. I swear the to God, people, I heard you say baby cancer. If you, have, if you have defense leagues for everybody, if you have a cancer defense league, they should really get on calling babies <laughs> cancer because then you have a positive spin on the word, right? Right. What's happening? I have baby cancer. <laughs> oh my god! Yay! Someone's growing inside of you. Nine months later, I'm in remission for baby cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm in God. remission from baby cancer. <laughs> I almost want to name the show now. I have baby cancer. No, we <laughs> then have that's to go really with... bad. Yeah. Uh, yes, KCF like apparently said something after like a Red Sox game or some interview where he threw the first pitch that 
uh, Ben Affleck was not going to do the Batman, specifically the movie, right? Mm-hmm. The Batman, um, which if he's not, that movie's going to be severely delayed. Although it's already no, they're going to move forward. It it's just Batman's not going to be. Well, <laughs> if they move forward, it's with the Dan production. <laughs> We're going to do a Batman movie. It's going to say Batman in the title. Batman's not in it. It's the yeah. Batman. If I could have Superman Batman. titles, I had six Superman titles for an entire year. Superman wasn't in them. Not at all. Not once. No Superman <laughs> at all. No Clark Kent. No Kal-El. Just he's gone. He's just talking to people, right? If so have we have all that. So we can make a Batman movie. He's not going to have Batman in it. Wonder Woman 2, Blue Beetle. That's all it's going to be in. <laughs> Blue Beetle? Blue Beetle. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman in a Wonder I'm surprised Woman. they haven't done that. With how popular Blue Beetle was, Jimmy Ray's. <laughs> he's going to be in Justice League 2. Probably. He'll play the cyborg role in Justice League 2. Um, no, but it, uh, Casey actually came back and said no. He, he no, uh, Casey's representative right. said he was messing with around with the Red Sox fans and so on and so forth or whatever. And Ben Affleck's camp came out and said that Ben will be playing Batman as long as Warner Brothers will have him. Which then people started to pick apart to say it's Warner Brothers who wants to get rid of Ben Affleck playing Batman. Right, and that Flashpoint will do. Can you leave any of your devices <laughs> off? Anything at all? Is that, is anything? Okay. There we go. There we go. We're you know, professional podcasters, hey, ladies you know and gentlemen. I, CNN. I, I was but watching the the CNN this weekend. So yeah, I was watching CNN this weekend. And their phones are going off all the time. So you know, if it can happen on CNN, it but can. CNN how, is wait, wait, fake when, news. How did you watch CNN in between watching the Mummy? Like, so you just like, well, I'll watch the Mummy, and then oh, because I'll watch well, something that might between, between split screen. Screen. see if they coincide with. <laughs> Between, between when I'm at work, Transformers I will put, put CNN on and put my headphone in and listen. They have it in the background. That's such BS. I can't even begin to describe that. You know, you have Rogue One or Guardians of the Galaxy two going. Well, he's yeah, got like six work. screens at work. You know, I'm at right? work and I get to I watch Guardians too, bro. So he's got cool. Guardians. Uh, what's uh, Star Wars? He's got Star CNN. Wars. <laughs> He got Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, Transformers: The Last Night, whatever. I have I have one reason. screen that just plays stupid movies all the time. Is it Last Night? I don't remember what the. It's last called one. The Last Is Night. It last yeah. Night. Okay, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. John Cena's gonna be in the Bumblebee movie. <laughs> hey, at least Bumblebee will finally be a V8 bug. I don't care about that. John Cena's gonna. So, be in the anyways, movie. Casey Cena Affleck, fit in a Batman. <laughs> John that's Cena. that's the entire Cena. plot of the film. John Cena's gonna be what? He's gonna be. The... He can't be that. John, no, no, John Cena just tries to keep trying to get into the bug of Bumblebee. That's he forty-five is, he minutes is of Bumblebee. that. He is Bumblebee. It's gonna have to be a VW. John Cena is, is, is he's mo-capped as Bumblebee. Yep. Oh god. <laughs> and then he plays the horns. <laughs> well, he... what if what if Bumblebee's horn eventually does? Do? <laughs> Why didn't we have that last week? That would have been gold. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Oh, the WWE wouldn't let that Oh, happen. yes, they would. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll give them money for that. That'd be amazing. They would love that. It's not their production. So they probably would. Yeah, but if you pay them for it, so they'll do it. it. They can license that. Oh, God. That movie's going to be a train wreck. You're still going to see it, though. <laughs> well, I saw yeah. it last night. Um, so the Batman, the Batman, <laughs> the Batman. Do you think Casey or geez, shit? Do you think Ben no. Affleck will be uh, the Batman in the Batman? Casey Affleck? Yes. No, Ben. I think he'll do Justice League yeah. and Batman, and then Flash will Flashpoint will bring somebody else. Mm. But then Batman have... is after Flashpoint. 
Flashpoint's next year. Well, they have plenty. Mm. Really? Is it? Yeah. I don't think it is. I look. They, they, they still have every every the... release date for the last two, the last Flash? two major films they had oh, in Justice League and Batman versus Superman. Their release dates have all been changed. So I, I don't. I don't really think that. The release dates for them are going to mean it. Because, hell, they dropped the film off of it and added two into that slate and never told anybody what was going on, and Mm. nobody seemed to care. That's probably the biggest (laughs) thing. There's not a lot of buzz over the fact that the Cyborg movies disappeared. We added Justice League Dark, and nobody knows what it is, and yeah. It's just a black screen We're gonna make two hours. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Justice League. Yeah, in the dark. (laughs) You're just going to walk around in the dark, bump it into things. Oh, Ah. Oh, sorry, Wonder Woman. (laughs) Oh no, Batman's stuck. My his eyes toe. are up here. <laughs> My eyes are up here. Let's pause while Rich looks up. No, keep going. No, no, no you're. The how thing, many times are you gonna do the John Cena? <laughs> we could put out Shazam and Aquaman before Flashpoint, right? Or when is Shazam supposed to be done? Shazam's not even Never? being thought oh, of. Right? Yeah, yeah. Shazam's not on the slate anymore. Yeah. We were talking about that before. Here's the thing. I think, like I was telling these guys earlier, is that Ben Affleck... The these geek, guys. The, like, we're not here. These guys. Well, because you weren't guys. here yet when I think I, I started discussing uh, it. Okay. But, yeah, my body is not reactive at all to going back to work. <laughs> so Ben Affleck, like the geek in him, wants to keep playing Batman because it's just a huge role that he would I love to play. I was sitting right here. <laughs> like I wasn't... I like I didn't even exist. <laughs> he was right here. <laughs> It's sort of it's like where you couldn't remember when Travis was on the show. <laughs> it's like you couldn't remember when the end of the show we were talking about something. <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, are we going to mention whatever we said we were talking about two weeks in a row?" That's good. But yes, the geek and the geek and Ben Affleck. Ready to finish. Go ahead. I want to hear it again. Go oh, ahead. am I? I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm no, sorry. You're on. It's your chance to talk to uh, you know finish. You know, no, I'm just making sure that you recognize the fact that I physically existed right in front of you when you talked about this. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> but it, it, I think the fact that he still wants to play it, but he's having trouble, like the f- movie star of Ben Affleck, part of him, is saying that he's done working with incompetent people. He doesn't like working with certain people. Do you people. think it's that or you think it's it's commitment phobe too? I think, that I he th- can't work on anything else. No, I think I really think it's that. I think he wants to play it. He just doesn't like the people he's working with. It's probably mad that he has to stay in mm-hmm. shape too. Oh, that's the old list. The yeah, so I don't think there is a new list. The old list uh, shows Justice League November seventeenth, mm-hmm. two thousand seventeen, Aquaman December twenty first, two thousand eighteen, Shazam two thousand nineteen, Wonder Woman two December thirteenth, two thousand nineteen, Cyborg twenty twenty, <laughs> Green Lantern Corps twenty twenty. Yeah, it doesn't have Batman or Justice League mm-hmm. two in it, so that I don't know what that list is, but that's the original one. Well the Batman should be in there somewhere. Um mm-hmm. Well, I think part of it, if he's going to do, if he's going from Justice League to shooting Batman to shooting Justice League 2, he can't do anything else. Yeah. Or very little. He can't do someone, someone who is an Oscar-winning producer, who's a, a, a director of an Oscar-winning film. Yeah. He wasn't nominated, but he's still a director of it. The director of The well, Town. He didn't win on Argo? He wasn't even, he wasn't even nominated for Argo. That, that was the first film mm. in history that won... I think it was the first film in forever that was nominated for Best Picture, which the director wasn't nominated or something like that. But I know mm. it was like the first picture in forever in which it won Best Picture and its director wasn't even nominated. But he also produced that film oh, and helped okay. write it. So he's he was involved in that production from start to finish. Mm. So he, he deserves the Oscar he gets. He has an Oscar for writing, so on and so forth. Yeah. The Town, 
Um, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, uh, did he direct uh, Gone Girl? Julie? Yes. No. No, that was Kevin Smith. Um, yes, it was Kevin Smith. I don't think so. No, here, but obviously, no, he didn't. He didn't direct Gone Girl. He's got a slate of all these other kind of things that he would want to do, much more than acting. I mean, he can act between Batman and Justice League too. He can go do a film. Obviously, mm-hmm. he did The Accountant last year. He's done other films, but to be a producer of a film and a director takes a bigger commitment. And if you're asking him to do press for Justice League, shoot the Batman, press for Batman shoot Justice League 2, press for Justice League 2, he's not going to be able to produce another film the way that he wants to, hands-on or direct it. So that's, that's cool. where I think it may be him going, I'm, I'm out. I mean, this is what we're seeing with Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, who've both expressed, one, in Robert Downey Jr.'s case, his age, but also these aren't the type of films that he wants to make for the rest of his it's life. not what he was mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. He started out in small. Well, he doesn't want to be known for just playing that role for the rest of his life. Sorry, you're done. Um... Yeah, you know, Chris Evans says he wanted to direct and produce. And Affleck does his best work when he's actually more hands-on in the entire process, too. Right. Not just an actor. Case. You're talking about Ben, not Casey, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's the uh, the Peyton man, or the uh, Eli yeah. Manning <laughs> of the Affleck. Of the Affleck. Well, I don't remember if Eli Manning was ever arrested for domestic violence, but... Yeah, so they don't show they don't show the yeah uh, that's what I'm saying I, I don't, the order of it, but they're yeah. saying that Flashpoint could replace Justice League two. Yeah, because then Justice League two would have a different Justice League if you do Flashpoint. Right. So it, basically, you have the Batman. What you've got from what you've seen from this because there's no set dates. Because remember that image you got from from Comic Con was just a bunch of titles on a black background. Well, was they didn't give you dates. They didn't give you dates. They, as a matter they fact, didn't tell they had you the Batgirl logo. Yeah, the Batgirl date is not. They don't have a plan. Right. For now, it's, we want to make the Batman. You hired a new director. You threw out the first script. You hired a new director under a new script. That's why it feels like the Batman's going to be the next film. Right. Before Flashpoint. Flashpoint seems way down the road. Whatever they were doing for Flash, whatever they were doing for Flash has been scrapped. Whatever they were doing for Cyborg has been scrapped because that movie's not even on the slate. Aquaman's already in production. Aquaman's fine. So either Aquaman or Batman. What I'm saying is the Batman's going to be a film that's going to come before Flashpoint. Because you're starting over. Everything you started with Flash after Batman versus Superman, you found an actor for it. You're starting that process of finding a script, of finding um, a director, producer, whatever. All that's gone because you've now changed Flash into Flashpoint. Right. Which, if they even do the bare bones of that story, are going to be... (laughs) Uh, it's going to involve a lot of different um, actors and actresses. Yes. Um, yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. That I, but I don't... See, they have uh, Flashpoint listed as two, uh, 2020. Yeah. I, I wouldn't believe any of that. Yeah. Um, I was trying to see when the Batman was supposed to so be... So Aquaman happens, and Flashpoint happens. New Aquaman. So Jason Momoa can't stay on a series past one. I think they would keep Jason. Momoa. I think they'll keep Jason Momoa. This See, one, yeah, the one. Batman. They don't even have it listed as a as a date at all. Yeah, it's popular. and I wouldn't believe any of the other dates that it's are. The on popularity there. on IMDb keeps dropping. <laughs> no one has any interest in that anymore. No Affleck, no viewers. No Affleck, no viewers. <laughs> if Affleck goes, we riot. Yeah. Um, Doesn't work as well as. Uh, that's that's uh, Daryl. 
Daryl. If Daryl were my brother Daryl. It's my other brother Daryl. <laughs> if Daryl dies, we riot. Um, no, if Daryl dies, they stop watching. I don't think they're going to riot. I don't see people going into Dude, the street with writing. pitchforks and, and, and fictional torches characters. and everything. Ah, Daryl died on a wicking dude. I'm going to walk over some buildings and kill some cops. I don't think so. No. But I think it's more of, well, I'm just going to not, not watch the next episode. Kind of like what happened last season. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of deaths, that, I mean, I know this is a bad transition. Wow. but Why don't we transition into The Walking Dead? That would be a lot well, easier. Because yeah, 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 the walk, the walk, with The Walking Dead, though, they did have a stuntman die in the last month or so, a month and a half, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? Was, it was before Comic Con. Yeah, I think like a month or. It was. I think it was the week before Comic Con because they said they were shutting down production mm-hmm. for a little bit. It was Andrew Lincoln's uh, stunt double. double who died. He fell off a scaffold and hit his head and died of a brain hemorrhage. It was just off a. Well, how? It's twenty foot high scaffold. Oh, okay. Well, it was like the landing for where the Savior's compound is. Oh. Down okay. to the cement, and he missed the landing pad by an inch, I think. And yeah. then, yeah, this was over a month ago. Yeah, it was. It was like a week or two before Comic Con, because I was like, "Well, they were like, well, we're shutting down production. I'm like, well, you're story, doing it anyways because you're going to be going to Comic Con." The story mm-hmm. appeared July nineteenth in Variety. Mm-hmm. Okay, July nineteenth is <clears throat> it was preview yeah. night. Yeah, a scaffolding mats and a jerk line, pretty good sized airbag. We able to do a fifty foot drop into that bag. He died after a fall on the set of Walking Dead in Sonoma, Georgia. Uh, sheriff's report, he fell from just 22 feet. Relatively easy, easy stunt for someone of his experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, to perform a fall from a balcony onto a pad made of 22-inch boxes and porta pit pads as he fell. He failed to gain adequate separation from the balcony and tried to abort the fall by Oof. grabbing onto the railing. Uh. He spun backwards and fell into the concrete below, landing on his head and neck. He missed the pad by inches. That's according to the Coweta County Sheriff's Office report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when they first announced it, they didn't say anything of that. Yeah. That almost seems like he fell straight on his head. Well, yeah. Like straight down, not like he fell over like on his back or something. He, he didn't touch that, that yeah. pad at all. And then last week, Tom Cruise was hurt on the set of MI6. Well, it's, the Tom Cruise thing should be the last thing. Because well, the next Jeremy Renner also <laughs> broke his both on his arms. On It wasn't as bad as... I think it wasn't as bad as people no. thought. I think we looked into that, and it wasn't... Yeah, he kind of fell. And it was just, you yeah, know, he had a small fall. Um, well, the first thing... The Deadpool thing is also the thing to bring up. Because what's happening now is everyone's bringing up the Walking Dead stunt case because of what happened on the Deadpool set. Yes. In which a young woman was killed performing a motorcycle stunt. Joy Harris. Uh, Joy Harris was performing a motorcycle stunt and she went farther than she was supposed to. She was not wearing a helmet because there was no wig helmet for it and she crashed through a plate glass window and unfortunately lost her life. The, Tom, the reason that they bring up the Tom Cruise thing is I don't think either of these stories are that big if it's not for Tom Cruise breaking his ankles, right? His ankle. Yeah, on a, against a building yeah. Yeah. And, and shutting down MI6 for six weeks. Yeah, obviously, it's not that bad. It was a stunt where he was jumping between two buildings. Yeah. I Um, think he basically got split on the building, but his foot that was on the lower end of the building was trying to break it and break the fall and it snapped forward or something like that. Because it's, there's obviously, there's there's more concern ever since the the woman died on, what was it, Midnight Rider? Yes. The camera camera woman that that died. Wasn't a stunt Mm. person. Right. In Georgia. And so. Part of the Walking Dead story was, you know, the Georgia filming community has had another mm-hmm. death. And whatever. I brought up the Tom Cruise thing in terms of now these are stories because you have this big, huge actor who got hurt. It's like living here in Southern California. When you have a gigantic earthquake for the next six weeks, 
even a 1.0 is all of a sudden leading the Channel 7 news. Like, yeah. We've had a Tumblr this morning, 1.0, no deaths reported, but we wanted you to know. Remember last week when we had a 6.4 and the world exploded? A water so bottle fell off here. the counter. Yeah, we will recover. When's <laughs> um, the Tom Cruise story hit? Because you have a major star with a major film shutting down at production. All of a sudden, these stories kind of like bumped up the ticker. Yeah. Of people who lost their lives, and they should be much higher because we now have to have concerns with safety and all of that. Jazz. Well, and that's just kind of it. It's like, you know, there there are the, you know, the stuntman association starting to wonder if we're getting a little bit laxed on the sets and everything. Well, that's the thing I was wondering is because she came in as uh, the stuntwoman for Deadpool. Uh, she came <laughs> in as a replacement because the original stuntwoman was not booked for that day or she had some other prior engagement. She wasn't there. So they just hired her for that day. And so she wasn't fitted for a wig helmet that the normal stunt woman has normally had this entire time. And so for me, it's like, wouldn't wouldn't they think, hey, you know. Production should have well, said, yeah, production right. said it, hey, it, let's It's important take in that time. point, though, that the reports are is that Joy Harris told them, I'll do it anyway. Yeah, right. That's the problem. She made the decision. To say and where that where that decision yeah as yeah. a producer and then what a, but it's important to note I don't I don't want to cast this aspiration as producers are telling her just do the damn thing right you know just do it we need it we need the shot she told them I'm right. willing to do it she's she's you know she has the right to say that she knows her profession should producers step in and say no you can't do that because of safety regulations yes but I don't want we don't want the story to be. That they pushed them. That oh, they're the ones no, telling But her. she also yeah. did the stunt correctly four or five times. She did it times. five times. Uh, the report in the Daily News um, says so she was she was traveling less than 10 miles per hour. The quote in is, the stunt driver continued driving beyond the planned stopping spot on the stairway landing and continued to drive down a second ramp built over the bottom stairs and across the roadway. This was from a report that Deadline uh, obtained. The motorcycle stuck the concrete sidewalk curb. Mm-hmm. The worker, stunt woman, was thrown off the motorcycle and propelled through a plate glass window uh, on the building. Harris had completed the stunt successfully for five previous techs, takes, excuse me, but struck the curve the fifth time around, according to uh, the report. The stunt involved driving a motorcycle out of the open doors of a building, across a concrete pad, down a ramp that had been built over three stairs, and coming to a stop on the stair landing. She never exceeded a speed of 10 miles an hour and was riding on a flat surface. Uh, where was the rest of that? This is the first, like... according to the report, this was her first time performing a professional stunt for a film, and she was not wearing a helmet as the character did not wear a helmet. A source close to the production shot down rumors that she was inexperienced. Say unqualified person was put in this position was absolutely untrue. Uh, where was the other part that we? Oh had yeah, because I mean she she was a, uh, a she a was a motorcycle bike she, race, yeah she was she was a, a, a motorcycle racer yeah yeah she's she, and she was licensed as a stunt when a you look at the picture of the Ducati driver. that that she was riding the front wheel got all bent up and it messed up and i mean yeah, you think about it for just 10 thing. miles an hour it just well if you hit that curb it just goes up i yeah. mean it's not a it's it not just a car. like takes that front wheel and just like cranks which is it. also another question like how far was that pane of glass to the curb i mean like if well you, you if think you think about going... what a, a curb you know your sidewalks what maybe three four feet in, yeah, in it just depends on depends on where. Well, I'm it thinking is, like right. if she hit the curb and the bike. But even even up, in the shot, and showing yeah. the picture that they have of the the police right. officer yeah. there, that pain's right behind it, so mm-hmm. it can't be more than five. That's why. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. wondering because I'm thinking when you hit the curb on a bike, it goes straight up. You get get launched forward. Yeah. But it, if you're going like ten miles an hour, it's not going to launch you more than like five feet. Yeah. It's enough to get to hit it. Yeah. yeah. De- Deadpool two resumed filming 48 hours after the incident. 
uh, and Ryan Reynolds, you know, he led the crew, cast and crew in a moment of silence for Harris when they did start filming again. Well, I think that's the other thing is you're talking about when, when we're seeing these three stories, you have two people that were killed, which resumed production fairly immediately. Mm-hmm. And you have, because it's your major star and he's in every shot, you have to shut down production for nine weeks and send everybody home. Well, it's mm-hmm. like when, when Harris, which of course, Ford now is like, well, foot. then why didn't they shave uh, Henry Cavill's <laughs> mustache? Now that's the joke is like, oh, yeah. they shut it down. He could have shaved, for shaved his, his mustache. <laughs> Why didn't they schedule the, the reshoots after uh, he got hurt? We know Tom Cruise is going to get hurt. Why didn't Tom Cruise schedule his broken ankle? Yeah, so <laughs> try that stuff earlier. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a difference when you have someone who's in almost every shot of the film. Yeah. I'm sure there's a couple of scenes they may have shot in something like MI6. Yeah, when Harrison Ford gets hurt in Force Awakens, there's 32 other people in that film. So Right, but they still they shut down for a couple weeks. Well, yeah, because they didn't have any of the other sets. There wasn't anything to right. shoot on. If that would have been episode three, they could have just shot immediately because it was yeah. all green screen. Um, but in terms of having physical sets, that's mm-hmm. where they were at. They uh-huh. probably hadn't finished whatever other sets they were doing. So it's going to be hell when he even when he gets healed, having yeah. to do the stunts. I don't think he's going to do all of his stunts well, anymore. Yeah, I think, yeah. I even think still, Tom Cruise. Even is point much, Tom, Cru- Tom Cruise is well more than fifty years old. Even if he's just running. Well, he just had a birthday uh, this week. Was it this week? Yeah, Happy <laughs> birthday to you, broken ankles. Because. Um, Ralph Garman was talking about it hmm. on uh, K Rock. Yeah, he's like in his mid fifties, I think. At he's least like, he's not sixty yet. I don't think. No, no, he's not sixty. Tom Cruise is no. eighty six years old. <laughs> he's older. Wow, Zenu works wonders. Scientology is yeah. really a healer. Well, even for even for you know his his age, whatever this age is, mm-hmm. he looks amazing. But that's what happens when you're <laughs> again. Zenu does yeah, wonders. Zenu does wonders for that age. <laughs> it's good for that age. I don't know. Um, somebody was just talking about it, how he's not looking as good as he used to. Well, was once, that, it, once it falls apart, somebody? it falls. No, Mikey wouldn't notice him because he's never seen Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, he does look older, years. though. You can tell it in his face. Mm. But then again, he is older. Right. So that eventually is going to happen. No, I think at, at, there's a point where, you he's know, ageless. being an actor, you're like, okay, I do my own stunts, blah, blah, blah. There's a point when you get Oh, no, I'm sorry. Age. His birthday was July 3rd. Yeah. When you get up to a certain age, you should just be. He like, was born in. Uh, he was born in okay, 1962. Well, yeah. It's like I'm sure Arnold did. Oh, Arnold doing still that does too, all the like, stunts. Yeah, he just does stunts where he gets on the he gets on YouTube and makes a lot of sense. Top Gun <laughs> exactly. is just the new Top Gun is called Top Gun Maverick, which got pushed back now too. It's in pre-production for 2019, which mm-hmm. is stupid because that whole movie is supposed to be about. N- not him. Yeah. Just to be someone new. Yeah, he's 55. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top so, cannon. yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, what you say? What? Top, top cannon. Top cannon. Because he's old now. It's um, too long. Do you think there is more to worry about with stunt, you know, I mean, I know that we keep pushing the envelope with what stunt men and women well, do. Any, anybody, well, in a way, no, you were, don't. Because so much of it is now computer generated. Yeah, the fact but, that you see some of this stuff. But that renaissance of, of computer generation seems to have started to go back to more practical. Yes, that's the debate. Should we just keep doing this in CG or should we do something in practical? Because you now have an audience that can tell. Right. And it's it, it, there's a noticeable difference. And there there's a lot of people that, a lot of actors and actresses, producers, directors, stunt people that are saying, we need to go back to doing as much as we can practical. You had... Lucasfilm and J.J. Abrams specifically say, uh-huh. I need to build sets for this movie. I'm not going to do all this in green screen. This is stupid. Right. I got to put people in, in these positions. Didn't use a lot of you know creatures that would require total CG. 
But this is also real. why you use stunt people because you don't have somebody like Tom Cruise. You know, first of all, the insurance policy to have somebody like Tom Cruise covered. You know, an A-lister like that. Yeah, covered, but he can do that because he's the executive producer of his own. Film. He can do that. Yeah. Yes, but if you're if you were going to put, you know. Yeah, but couldn't Robert the Downey Jr. and you wanted him to actually, you know, put on rocket boots and and fly up into the air a little bit? No, there he'd be like, hell yeah! You could, no. you could do that. That shouldn't be a movie. That should be like a. We've had a breakthrough in spy science. We can That's have just people a normal fly Friday night for him. We but, built actual rocket boots. But the insurance company's going to go no. Couldn't the company? Not, like, couldn't the film company or the distribution company say no? As much they as would, we they want would to. say no. Yeah. You can't, even you, though you're an executive producer, we're not allowing you to do that. But even like, the insurance com- the insurance to cover somebody for they something, they can say no. Would they, yeah, they would say it's yeah. too expensive. What, There's what, no way. Basically, what would happen in something like this with Tom Cruise is, as an executive producer, his contract is I'm allowed to do the stunts that I want to do. Yeah. I can do. Yeah. I can and do stunts. And, and they're going to yeah, they're going to do whatever. In the other case, I mean, if you were to do, let's say. Avengers or what have you, and the insurance company says, you know, we're we don't want to be liable for Robert Downey Jr.'s twenty five million dollar paycheck, right? If he gets hurt, so he can't do any of his stunts. Now, if he does one of his stunts on set and he gets hurt, guess what? Insurance company ain't paying for it, right? Yeah, Disney's gonna pay for it, and that's why the... Disney says no, you're not doing that, yeah. right? So there'll be certain things that are in it. You know, Chris Hemsworth does a certain <laughs> amount of his stunts. We want you to Chris zip Evans. line across building A to building B. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go. No, you can't have that actor do that. You get a stunt person in here to do that. Yeah, somebody Which then that's brings trained. Up like, well, shouldn't we pay the stunt people more? I know, right? <laughs> like yeah. that, but whatever. They're risking their lives. And well, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure we, Tom we're Cruise more and more. Though. I'm sure Tom Cruise has a list of stuff that he knew he used to be able to do and all that, and it's yeah. like, okay, jumping off from building to building, that's going to be off the list. So each time he gets injured off of yeah. something, Jackie Chan did that. I'm not going to be hanging out of hey, a plane. Hanging anymore. off of a plane. Yeah. No, can't do that. I, guess, I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that, I mean, you, you see all those films and he did 95%, if not yeah. all, Gale everything that he building. Did. And his stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's on that building. He's That's right. On you, that, you the, have the to rock in MI2. Yeah, you, you want to That was the first thing that everybody looked at. He's really rock climbing. He's yeah. really. In the middle of, of, you know, without a harness, doing this, like, if he falls. There's That's, a motorcycle stunt he I think he does in three or four that you know, two. was it two? Two has that motorcycle mm-hmm. thing that the one where they fight, they pick up the motorcycles. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that inspired that Simpsons. Yeah, the Simpsons with John Goodman. They pick up the motorcycles and use them as swords and shit. Oh, um, MI two. <laughs> that film. I don't yeah. know. Of course, the best thing that comes out of MI two is the fact that Doug Ray Scott was in it, which led him to not be Wolverine and have Hugh Jackman yeah. cast as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Because I think Doug Ray Scott got hurt on that film, and that he did. changed the production of yeah. that film. He did get hurt on it, yeah. See, Tom Cruise just hurting people on MI6 or MI films forever. Well, the M- what was the one where he they were in Dubai and he's scaling the building? Was that five That's or four? Four. four? Five had the airplane. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think five is the one I haven't seen. Five's good. Is it? Four's good. Three on is really good. One is not bad. One's not bad. Two's two in retrospect. Two's atrocious. Yeah. It's it, John Woo directs it, and it's like it, it's visually it's interesting, but it just doesn't hold up. Where three is three is fantastic. Maggie Q, oh, that red dress, oh my goodness! And then four, four was it was a big gap Chris between three and four. Yeah. Oh, I, I had a few moments. <laughs> uh, went to see four, and I'm like, this is really good. This is yeah. awesome. 
And Fly is very good also. Yeah, you, you watch that stunt and you realize he's on the side of that plane. He's got a harness and everything on, but he's yeah, still sure. he's on that plane. As so that shot, off. yeah, yeah that like... shot is a camera attached to the side of a cargo plane with him attached to the cargo plane, him screaming as loud as he can. Well, see, and that's why when I was watching The ADR. Mummy the other day, and they're flipping around hate, inside. You absolutely despise <laughs> your free time. <laughs> despise it. Uh, I read three trades today. I didn't watch The Mummy. <laughs> and the only thing I did other than that was watch two episodes of Voltron, which is fantastic. So you should watch the stuff to get caught up for The Defenders, because Defenders no. is really good. I just I hooked on Voltron, so that's what I'm doing. Um, Ethan. We're going to turn to you on this one. Ethan. What's up with the Walking Dead producers? We turn to you. They don't, do they not get yeah, what's up money? with them? What's up with the Walking Dead producers, bro? Huh? Uh, my buddy Robbie Kirkman. You know? <laughs> Your buddy Robbie Kirkman's going to be the death of that show. <laughs> Robbie Kirkman. Well, he said the show's going to end before the books. So <laughs> well, he's, he's killing it. I, uh, yeah. No, I mean... I, reading the article, I kind of get where. Do you want to tell going. the audience about the article before you? No, no, I'm getting to it. If you don't, I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> like you keep cutting me off when I try to say something. Oh, I was reading the article, but you haven't mentioned the. Article. Yeah, I was reading I... the article. You want to mention to them what? Yes, well, I'm getting okay, to it. What's the article? <laughs> it's about Robbie Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> the the article is talking about how four of the producers are wanting to sue AMC Networks for profits basically they feel that they're owed from the series <laughs> that's it yes well that doesn't is. seem that bad how much yeah. do they want to sue them for <laughs> i think collectively it comes out to about a billion dollars not each one no. <laughs> each one of them well, gets they, they, did you imagine being sued for four billion dollars you could buy <laughs> you could buy marvel for that yes. <laughs> you could buy lucasfilm for that no, they, uh, they separated it by percentage as what the the producers are looking for as far as profits from season four on so n- mm. nothing before season four basically amc networks being sued by four current and former producers behind mm. the mega's hit show walking dead uh, negative stories unlikely have impact on its attractiveness and potential secret return. Three of the show's current producers and one former executive producer filed a lawsuit against AMC Networks on August 14th. Group claims that AMC Networks didn't pay them what they deserved based on the success of the show. Uh, quote, plaintiffs and other talent behind Walking Dead are the ones whose work to create, develop, write, and produce a series has brought a huge success. Fruits of the success have not been shared as they should be. The complaint reads... Um, lawsuit came just three days after one of the plaintiffs, Robert Kirkman, left AMC Networks for a two-year deal with Amazon Prime Video Platform to develop original TV programs. I didn't so, know. I did not realize he wow. left AMC. Yeah, so either. he's not going to be a part of the writing team anymore. The suit also. Well, if he leaves AMC, does that mean he leaves the production company that's making it? Because he has. Ex- he's an executive producer on the show. He yes. has final yeah. say on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, suit also comes four years after former executive producer Frank Darabont filed a similar lawsuit claiming that AMC Networks owed him nearly $300 million. <coughs> wow. Is that show making that much money? It's Dude, still it's like, the highest rated, the highest rated show. show. Okay, highest yeah, rated. That's it. But is yeah. it making enough to warrant a billion dollars? It's one of the few shows that still has a decent live audience. Yes. Well, watches it immediately. There's so at least 10 million people that watch it on a weekly mm-hmm. basis. I think the the list I saw a week or a week or two ago about right now the top ten shows on TV, Walking Dead is only behind Game of Thrones, which Game of Thrones is at the number one spot. 
I think Game of Thrones has less content per year, too. Yeah. And also, you're not well, selling yeah. advertising for it. If you're AMC, mm-hmm. you're selling commercial space. Well, that's well, what I mean. Here's, is... here's the, the percentage and what everybody's looking to get. Kirkman is looking to get 5% of profits, while Gail Ann Hurd is looking to get 7.5%. Yeah, that's, you Dave can bury Alfred. the lead in that story, is that Robert Kirkman and Gail Ann Hurd are two of the biggest names uh-huh. in Hollywood, and they're part of this. Yeah. This is Peter Jackson suing uh, uh, Miramax New, or whatever. New Line. New yeah. Line. Dave Alpert's looking for two and a half percent, and Mazzara is looking for one and a half percent. So that's so it's not like they're saying, okay, we want a billion dollars. They're wanting a percentage what of what they're the, asking the, for the damages being sought is, could, see, yeah. could exceed a billion dollars. Bound in Los Angeles Superior Court suit alleges AMC exploited their vertically integrated television structure to keep the lion's share of the series profits for itself. Uh, the complaint alleges the network, in effect, reduced series profits using various means, thereby diminishing the percent owned to owed. Excuse me, percent owed to the named plaintiffs. One of the ways that this was accomplished, suit claims, is by AMC Network paying a lower than fair market license value than the show is worth. A violation of the plaintiff's signed agreement. Okay, yeah. oh, that wow, makes sense. They have a sense. whole thing that's up there. Major complaint of this case is vertical integration. In- vertical integration of cable television has been increasing in recent years to help offset rising costs and maximum profitability. An example of this would be a network who both creates and broadcasts content like AMC. The integration allows AMC Network to pay, or in some cases choose not to pay, AMC Studios, which is the producer of the series, to broadcast mm-hmm. Walking Dead and associated content. The complaint also names other uh, Walking Dead associated content, including Fear the Walking Dead and Talking Dead. Oh my God, they're suing over Talking Dead. <laughs> the AMC Network does not pay AMC Studios a licensing fee for the right to broadcast the show. This is something we were talking about before with ABC and Lucasfilm slash whatever. Right. This is the reason that they don't do this is because it is an example of collusion. If AMC doesn't have to pay licensing fees to Disney to put Star Wars on network television, the producers of Star Wars could literally sue Disney slash ABC because... Every other network would have paid. If ABC is, we're going to own Star Wars. We're going to show it on ABC because Disney owns us. It's all one big family. But if the producers of the of, of the, the, the movie were able to shop it to, say, NBC, and NBC is willing to pay them $300 million for the rights to show that, you could potentially sue ABC saying, we should have been owed $300 million or the part of $300 million of that fee. Some of that goes to us. That's what they're talking about here. So, AMC is not paying <laughs> AMC Studios. AMC Studios is not paying AMC to be on the air. There's potential monies being lost because they're not allowed to shop the show because their production company right. is, is owned by the network that it's showing on. So I noticed this last night watching The Defenders. It's produced by... Marvel Studios and ABC Studios. Yeah. Which is ABC Television. Yeah. So I'm um, Netflix is paying them they're to paying put them, them on the right. air. They're producing it. Yes. But Netflix is is paying for the distribution. Yeah, all Netflix mm-hmm. is doing is paying for that distribution. So if, if, So they're giving them the money and in this case it's upfront type of money in order to produce it. So to give them the money to go through. This is what I was talking if, about in terms if, of if if they decided they wanted to take those shows they don't because the distribution deal is Netflix only. Unless, Netflix the, unless that deal runs expires. its course and expires. We don't know the details of that deal. All of this stuff is it, – it, its distribution is important in these types of things. When Sebastian's here talking about uh, Star Trek, right? CBS and Paramount are, are different. So television series are CBS, movies are Paramount. It's why we Their haven't distribution seen Disney do there. a – release a, a – uh, uh, Indiana Jones – 
box set or anything like that yet because a lot of that Paramount is, still yeah, owns Paramount that. owns because it's it, Paramount had the the, the right distribution, to the distribution yeah. for it. Um, kind of going back on this, another thing that I read is that um, part of their lawsuit too is the fact that AMC has blocked their their I guess re- not request but their um, wanting to do intonation releases of the show. So basically to replay the show yeah, like. In, like in different like countries, countries yeah. right? And, yeah. So not not showing like new episodes, but also doing like reruns and things like that of previous. I mean episodes. the syndication of it, syndication yeah. and things like Back that. Back to the thing yeah. said, AMC Network should not pay AMC Studios licensing fee for the right to broadcast the show. This the suit claims the violation of the agreement signed with creator Robert Kirkman in November two thousand nine. So it's very specific in terms. Robert Kirkman is saying we had an agreement that you would shop the show, right? Not just put it on AMC. Additionally, because the network does not pay a licensing fee, which would be a standard if AMC had purchased the show from another studio. A stand-in fee is used instead. The stand-in fee is called an imputed licensing fee, or ILF. It's a number used to help figure the dollar amount of profits owed. That is, if we had shopped this, how much would, at the time, how much would USA have bought this show? How much show? would Fox have Because you'll see that where you have, yeah. Fox will produce, Fox Studios or Fox Production will produce a show that will end up on NBC. It doesn't happen as much anymore. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about that ABC well, Big Bang thing Theory is Warner because, Brothers. Exactly. And it's, and it's, and it's on, on CBS, CBS rather than CW. Because right. at the time, that's where they wanted to shop it. That's where CBS says, we're going to buy this. Because even if CW were to show Big Bang Theory 10 years ago, whatever it started, right. seven years ago, they would have had to pay the producers of that show the right to put it on your air. Right. In this case, when you have now this, what they're talking about, that vertical integration, this would be ABC, ESPN, and Disney all being one, all have their own channels, all have their own uh-huh. things. Even if the Disney channel is saying, we're going to show episode seven, first run, first time it's ever on television is going to be on, on, on Disney channel. The Disney channel as a separate entity that has separate books has to pay Disney for the right to show it. Now, right. it may be a lesser fee, and in that case, again, you can have Lucasfilm, which is an entity within Disney, producers, which is an entity within Lucasfilm, that say, you owe us money because they're only paying $10,000 to show it. If yeah. we sold it to NBC, it would have been $100 million. We're owed money for this. So it's a lot of this kind of very legal, legal stuff, obviously. But the big thing for me is I had no idea that Robert Kirkman left AMC Studios then. I didn't either. And he signed a deal with Amazon. We know Mark which Miller signed a deal with because Netflix. Which because... Because he was wanting to do uh, Outcast on Outcast is on what Showtime, Showtime, Showtime yeah. and he wanted to do some original stuff. There was even talk of maybe. Well, that's why he's on yeah, Amazon. This is supposed to be original content. That's that's TV first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also doing talks of maybe producing an Invincible. That's what. Show, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. See, I mean, that's where. You know, people and there's still AMC Television Network is currently embroiled in another contentious lawsuit with Walking Dead's first showrunner Frank Darabont. Mm-hmm. Darabont is seeking 280 million dollars in damages. If he wins that, he never has to work again. Case is currently <laughs> working its way through New York Superior Court. Hearing is scheduled on August 21st, 24th, pending AMC's motions for summary judgment. Mm-hmm. The eighth season of Walking Dead is scheduled to air on October 22nd, 2017. On uh, See, this is this is kind of like the SAG and the you know, the the writers' guilds and the things like that when they have their their strikes and stuff, and people all all you see is mainstream people or you know the the average person going, oh, it's just more rich people wanting more money and stuff. No, there's there's money being made that they're not a, getting part of their their their. You you have a a, a big name that's 
this has effects going down. When we talked to the producers or people with the Adam Carolla show a couple yes. of years ago, Adam Carolla took the fight for podcasting rights because he could afford to do it right. for all the way down. And yes, there's still money. Money is money. And as you, if you're involved in this and you've got egos and everything, it's uh-huh. sports. It's just like, I want to make $5 million more than the next guy that makes $5 million. Mm-hmm. Because right. I want to be the highest paid player. The ILF, just because this article is fascinating. The ILF is a core of the disputes. Plaintiffs allege AMC has improperly configured the ILF in an effort to undercut profits they believe are owed to them. Walking Dead is the most financially successful and popular scripted television series in AMC's history, especially with a coveted 18 to 49 demographic. The complaint cites the show's popularity and scope of exhibition rights maintained by AMC, the right to air Walking Dead in perpetuity, which I never pronounce right, as reasoning why reasoning for perpetuity, perpetuity. Yeah. As reasoning for why the ILF arrived at is improper. So the basis of it is basically they're saying AMC is not paying them enough right. based on what they could shop the show for. The the counter to that right away is if that agreement started before the show ever aired, you can't really – like what would, what would Walking Dead really be worth? If you had taken Walking Dead and go HBO, no, we don't want it. A, uh, USA, no, we don't want yeah. it. This, no, we don't want it. Well, it's AMC Studios. We'll take it. And obviously, it's not worth that much because no one would take it. It's sort of like mm-hmm. the distribution rights for something like Star Wars, mm-hmm. where every other major studio turned it down. Fox is like, "Well, we'll give you a little bit." For well, it. it's like it's like a, your your athlete that goes in there, like you know, like a Tom Brady, doesn't do anything in the first few years that he's playing. Then all of a sudden, he's winning Super Bowls and stuff like that. And they're going, you know, somebody could have gone back and said, "Well, you know, he didn't get paid enough at the very beginning for what he's actually worth." And you know, and you're—I mean, this is loosely based on it, but it's kind of. Well, yeah, Tom you know. Brady doesn't ever get the chance he gets if someone on the Chargers doesn't break uh, right. Drew Bledsoe's ankle. Right. You know, but and, and but you he know, becomes that, that, the greatest kind quarterback of, it's of all kind time. Of the same thing where you know, well, well, you you never know. Mm-hmm. You you can't say you're going to give Tom Brady a hundred million dollars to play football. You know. When you don't on year one, when you don't know that the, he's going to be the, worth that. The, the thing with that, with that argument would be an argument actually in Robert Kirkman's favor is that he's allowed he has a small term contract. Yes. He's allowed to renegotiate his contract based on the success because T, uh, AMC has a distribution right in perpetuity. Per, yeah, you can say it. You said it right. Did I? Okay. The producers aren't allowed to renegotiate the rights for that contract. Right. If CBS with Big Bang Theory, we've had this where the actors' contracts come out, mm-hmm. you know, or, or end, and they basically get together and save more money. This is why I thought um, Two Broke Girls is actually off the air because their contracts were done, right? And they were making way too much money, even that, that even though that show was still like in the top ten or whatever for the for the year, top fifteen. CBS looks at that and says, "We're not paying that." You got to be kidding me! So yeah. that's why a, sh- a successful show could end because they're like, "We're not paying that." Production company is going. Our two actresses want a million dollars an episode. It's twenty-two million dollars a year, forty-four million dollars just to pay them. At CBS, you have to give us a hundred million dollars to pay them for the season because we also have other production costs. And CBS says no. Yeah, AMC can't do that. The producers, uh, AMC Studios, and the producers of Walking Dead can't renegotiate their contract with AMC because their distribution rights are infinite. Right. We can always, no matter what, we have the right. And if they, as a network, have the right to sell it as as syndicated, which it's been on locally on, uh, I still want to call it UPN. It's my thirteen. Yeah, my thirteen. I still want to call it UPN. Yeah. Um, those, if that's negotiated by AMC because they have the distribution rights, again, you have a production company that says we should have been involved in that. 
Well, I wonder if it's also like if since it, it, it was one of those things where it wasn't shopped around or couldn't have been shopped around, and they have total control over the rights. If it's something like you know, like with uh, Nashville when it got canceled, that another network came in and was able to to yeah, once purchase it. The, the rights of it go back to the producers at that point, because right? Again, it it's was like Supergirl with CBS. Yeah, and the CBS. producers, the the production company that's making that. Think of that as like a bubble, right? Where someone's basically paying the bubble to show up on their network. We're going to yeah. show this bubble. But with AMC, you don't have that. With AMC, you don't have that. Um, but if if I'm remembering right, I could be completely wrong, is that AMC and Robert Kirkman made this deal. They never shopped it. Right. Robert Kirkman, AMC said, we'll pay you for that. And AMC came to we Robert Kirkman make, yeah, and, and said, we, we, want want to do, we want to make Walking Dead. I think Robert Kirkman first sought out HBO, and then <coughs> HBO turned them down. So and again, that AMC works in AMC's yeah. favor, where AMC says you got turned down by another network. Like, how much was this you really going to be worth? You shopped yourself, and yeah. you signed that contract. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you signed the contract for the ILF, and now you're saying, "Well, the ILF is no good," it really comes to, "Well, you did sign that contract, didn't you? You gave them those rights." Fox could. How turn- much worse could that show <sighs> be if it was on HBO? Jeez, Negan could be Negan. Yeah. Well, that first season would be completely different. Too. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that comes into the thing that Frank Darabont's talking about, and then it's also why Frank Darabont left because, like, the second season, they said, "Ah, eh, we're going to cut profits, right, gonna, or cut uh, cut uh, production costs." costs. Yeah. You know, we're going to do that with uh, we're going to do that with Walking Dead, and then yeah, finally, they're like, so seriously, can you please season. let us have money to show a battle because we can't have Rob Stark sitting there like we're going to take it to the enemy, and then the next shot is all of them dead on the field. Well, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that battle really sucked, didn't it? Yeah, some of these, those, all these that people turned died. you off so bad from the first season. It didn't didn't turn it? me off. I mean, it was still well done, but it was just, it, it was very noticeable. Yeah. Where you're watching it and going, is anybody fighting this at all? Mm-hmm. Like, the only God. time I've seen a sword being swung is when it takes off Ned Stark's head. Thank God those dragons are really little in the first season. Yeah. Just <laughs> eggs in the first season, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I think towards the end. I think in the, 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 the last episode, you see the dragons. Yeah. That's yeah, it. that's what it. Second episode or second season was when you see the dragons as little ones. Yeah, mm. but you you see her walk out of the fire at the end of the season yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, after she proclaims her love for the man who raped her. Well, she's <laughs> she's she's, she's sitting at the end of the fire. She's all curled up with the dragon. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, she walks out but of the you, fire. But you you, you, you the see them on her when she lights it on fire with all the calls in it. I believe. Was it? No, or, you're no, walking out of the building. No, Set the place on fire. The call. That's at no, the. No, it was all. Uh, that's at the, the last. No, season. yeah, that was. Welcome to the Game mind. of Thrones podcast, where, where we try was, to remember seasons. Where she was taken to, where this is where all the Khaleesi's go. That yes, that was last season. Mm-hmm. That was last season. Six. Oh, yeah. How drunk are you guys? <laughs> um, speaking about being drunk, the internet went drunk with Kenobi news this week. Like that one. That was a good one. Nobody talked. That, that just, was no, no, that just, was that was a good one. Just leave this inside. Oh come on! The internet exploded <laughs> <laughs> with with Kenobi news. I'm just glad Ethan's going upstairs and not going to the bathroom. <laughs> He's leaving. <laughs> Ethan has left the building. <laughs> no, you, you have to have the hand mic because then you can just drop it and walk out like <laughs> I did. Because we had to talk about oh, Nathan Fillion. <laughs> God, that was a good episode. Um, so Kenobi, you're you're. Kenobi, your fear, the movie your... that the movie that everyone who is not a Star Wars fan is excited for. Well, you and McGregor wants it. He's been 
he's been pitching that one for a Ewan while. Ewan McGregor wants to be in a good Star Wars film. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. He's like, oh, they're good now. <laughs> this would be awesome. I'd love to do. But this. you got to do. You were talking about you know unless you before unless we started. they do a direct adaptation of John Jackson Miller's Kenobi book or an indirect along that line. Yeah. If it's not the day he lands on Tatooine, which is why the, the Darth Maul episode still bugs me. It was good. It yeah. still bugs me in Rebels. Then, to me, it ruins a lot of Obi-Wan's story. So his and who he is. His, his heroism. Yeah. Because his sacrifice, uh, and again, it's, it's brilliantly, to me, it's brilliantly done in um, John Jackson Miller's book, is... The, the, the whole tone of the book is at the end where he realizes I can't do it's, this. Yeah, it's his change. Because I can't, I can't get involved. One, someone may find me, like the Empire. Uh huh. Two, if I die trying to save farmers from marauding Tuscan raiders or terrible. Right. If I fall miners, into a sarlacc. Yeah. Then, what happens to Luke? Right. I have to protect him because. There may be the, the chance that the Empire finds him because he has the same last name. <laughs> and when they show up, I should get there before they turn <laughs> he has Uncle the Owen and Aunt Beru into, into marshmallows. He has the same last name on the same planet yeah. that his dad was from with the Uncle and Owen. Lucasfilm is terrible at retconning. <laughs> Um, that's gonna that's gonna be when Disney re-releases Episode Four. Those are gonna be the changes. His name is like Luke Johnson, and he's not on. Tatooine. Yeah, Tatooine is Jetta or something. <laughs> Tatooine becomes uh, or it's Jakku all of a sudden. It's, it's like, hey, a, look, it's not Owen and Beru. Yeah, um, it's not the people Anakin lived with, or not <laughs> Anakin didn't live with them, but Anakin came. Anakin, well, he Anakin came, came there. back. Yeah, he, he found them. And the thing, so it's just you know, and of course, yeah, well, but uh, you know, the other he found meme part of, of it, his dark side but there. <laughs> the other meme of it was that there was the perfect place to hide him because Anakin would never come back because there's sand there. Yeah, <laughs> I hate sand. It's coarse. It gets in everything, <laughs> like my butt. So much um, sand in my butt. So yes, you know the, they can't do this movie without showing a young Luke Skywalker. They can. They won't. They'll show him if he's a character. It's just toast. His no, I, I would say that Mark Hamill CGI'd back in the <laughs> pre pre Corvette crash days. <laughs> it's just this Mark Mark Hamill's head on this little kid's body. It's gonna ah. look like, it's gonna look like when they did Chris Evans for Captain America. He's <laughs> got such a larger head. He's a bobblehead. Um, yeah, it physically reduced his head too. You know, I mean, it's serious. At some point, you'll see Ben say you'll him. see him. That's the thing is, if you see. There's uh, this, the the Star Wars comic book has a Kenobi story of that where right. Luke goes to get the water or whatever from the raiders, uh, yeah, you know, human raiders, not not Tuscan raiders, you know, people that basically came. Well, doesn't and stole he? It. Doesn't he like? Uh... And Kenobi stops him. Like Luke gets knocked out, and then Kenobi stops him. Well, also when Luke is flying the T sixteen through Beggar's Canyon, there was a, a raider, a Tuscan raider, or something trying to shoot at him, and Ben stops him Maybe. or something. That that I'm okay because again, that's his 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 kind of his story. job. If they turn this into the Ben and Luke movie, then you're like, this is stupid. Because how much can really Ben do that isn't going to be Inspector Gadget where Penny saves him every time and he right. can't figure it out because he's stupid. Right. And he has a helicopter come out of his freaking skull. <laughs> a helicopter come out of, come out of Luke's skull. Go, go, Gadget. This is wizard. Yeah. But you, you'd see, you, you could see him doing it where Luke is about the same age as Anakin was. 
I I can see. I still. It's dumb. It's just I don't. Don't put Luke in it. He goes to do a pod all race. The young and ben goes. No, no, do, no. You can't pod race. They they're doing a young Han Solo movie. No, that and movie was terrible because of this. Thank the, you. If you do a young the pod racing is the best thing. That was the great. Um, <laughs> you do a young Han Solo. I don't think fans want young Leia, especially with Carrie Fisher passing no. away. I don't think fans want young Luke because really it's going to be boring. Well, what do you Luke? Do? Here's here's the Adventures of Luke Skywalker on Tatooine. Get the water. Drip, drip. <laughs> Uncle Owen, I got some water. Okay. Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen, I got some water. That would be great. <laughs> Just to have <laughs> have a. Uh, uh, Starts out with the Star Wars rap. <laughs> yeah. You let. I'm trying to think of why can't I think of the comedian? Uh. See, you no, let, you let Zack Snyder direct it, so you have Jerk, an hour uh, and a half of uh, the drip coming down. Son of a... Who does the lady with the voice kind of like this? No. Not the, the... Telethon. Jerry Lewis? Jerry Lewis does the voice like this. Hey, Jerry Lewis. Lady. Jerry Lewis I love, does I love how we're like, who is that guy? Telethon. telethon. Oh, Jerry Lewis. Telethon. I thought you meant Jerry Lewis, but I wasn't sure. No, I want like a dub of a high-pitched Jerry Lewis. Uncle, Uncle I gotta. Owen. I need a land speeder. I wanna buy the X38. Okay, so take it away from John Jackson's guy Miller's book. What would you have the Ben Kenobi movie be? Nothing. That's the only thing I'm gonna. Accept. Because you would you that's would the fans only, accept? That's, would the fans accept? I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking me. The fans will accept anything. Would the fans accept? A, they a went Star to go Wars see Rogue One a whole bunch of times, and they're like, "Oh, it's great." And then a month later, like, "It's the stupidest movie ever. It's so dumb. I hate it. I hate but everything Star Wars." Would the fans accept a movie where nothing? You don't leave nothing Tatooine. Happens. Where you're on? Because you have to stay on Tatooine. If you leave Tatooine, leave Tatooine, I walk out of the theater. How does he? He can't leave Tatooine. If he leaves Tatooine, my mission is to make sure I bought this crappy hut close enough that i can walk up to the sand dune and i can look over and i can see luke that's the end of the episode of rebels right i've met a bunch of other force users but i've forgotten about them apparently because oh ezra hi oh use the force awesome you have a master too. oh we have another jedi that survived that's great <laughs> that's kick ass so here i am i thought that bugs Alone. me I, I you could have done that if episode leaves, without having if ezra he there. leaves tatooine his entire mission is bull feces. Yes. And everything that he's done is complete crap. I, no I totally it's agree. It's just like if you have Yoda show up in Coruscant a month before Luke shows up. Oh, leave the planet I didn't. Oh, you just forgot what it was like not to have snakes around me I didn't. Oh, the building's very large. Mm. Judge them by my size I do. Oh, Indoor yes. plumbing. Mm. The bathroom would... that Ethan hasn't used. Oh, great is this. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but, I mean I I love that I love the Kenobi book, but I I don't see a Kenobi movie working. Only with I that. would like to see. And you can use Ian McGregor because he's just going to look like Ready did after after he walks out of Episode Three. I would yeah. like to see you know like how Obi Wan and Anakin talked about like their adventures in Episode Three, like they make little tiebacks to it. I would love to see a movie with them two as one of those. Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin. Yeah. If you do a Clone Wars, basically you're doing you're Clone doing the Wars Clone TV Wars. series. I mean, that's the thing. The 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 people that I saw on the few threads that that this was announced on, which was all of them, yeah, um, was we already have four films with Kenobi. We have two TV series with Kenobi, six seasons of it. I don't need more Kenobi stories. Right. That's kind of the Boba Fett thing. Is he's in 15 minutes of film. 
Yeah. You know, or, and then as a little kid, like, Dad, get him! And then picking up the helmet. Oh, my dad's head fell off. And I think with this... And you can tell the other a lot thing, more with, The other thing with this with Kenobi was they announced it as we think that maybe there's a rumor that they're actually going to do it. But no, it's in production, sort of. But people are talking about it. They're trying to get a director. And it, it's not... This isn't set in stone. It's not Lucas like they're giving you a Lucas, Lucasfilm out. is not going March 25th, 2019, yeah. 20, 2020, whatever. We're going back in going time back to in make time. this movie. 2019, That's 20. how much money Lucasfilm has. They made a time machine. They're going to go back and redo the prequels. Um, you're you're going to do... Yeah. <laughs> Kenobi <laughs> Noir. noir. Um, and the thing with it is, more than likely, all of these, <laughs> these kind <laughs> of... <laughs> Notes. <laughs> Andy Kitzkauer. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> when did it? When did it become a western? <laughs> it should be a western. That's a name I ain't heard in a long time. It takes a drag out of a cigarette. Um, death stick. Uh, there's a lot of the. I'm sure there's a team working on Boba Fett. There's a team working on Yoda. There's a team working on Django. The there's a team working on. Uh, they do a Job of the Hut movie. That's one done. of the other ones. Then again, I think I think that's a troll that started that. It's yeah. just like we could have said, we, if we start the rumor that NSYNC's actually going to move, they're going to make a reunion. It's going to be in episode nine. Someone would run with it. Now, how would you so, do this? If it was Jabba the Hutt and some bounty hunters um, attacking the Lars family, like they, you know, for money and stuff, and Kenobi had thing. to stop it's them. Kenobi has to stop them without letting anybody know. Right. I mean, obviously, Luke knows who he is. He knows. Yeah. He knows but. I don't need he a movie he died of that. A lot. I don't yeah. need a movie of that because again, what's the end game? Right. At least with Rogue One, because you had new characters, you weren't completely sure that they died. That stupid idea of well, they didn't show up in Episode Four, so they must be dead. Yeah. Eh. It's the rebellion isn't six people for God's sakes. They could have survived and gone off somewhere else. They could have joined the fleet. Yeah. They joined the fleet. You don't see the rest of that fleet. We know that Hera survived. Yeah. Um. So, but if you have a, a Ben Kenobi film. Will Ben Kenobi, Owen, and Beru and Luke make it? Find out in the movie. Yeah, I already Find found out. out. It's episode called episode four. four. It'd be like having someone with a blaster to lay his head at the end of Rogue One. You're like, um, I'm pretty sure C survived. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa, they're going to really change this. Um, then it comes back to being, how do they bring her back to life? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this was a Darth robot. Vader got torn up in Rogue One? Yeah, Darth Vader dead? dies in Rogue One. <laughs> Darth Vader takes a, a single shot from the Death Star to his chest plate and he explodes. Um, it, it's well, that's how the, Kylo Ren gets the helmet, right? Yeah, and it's all melted because of I'd that. I'd rather see a Kylo Ren film. I'd rather see a film of like Kylo. I mean, if if you want to do a Knights film, of Ren or something. do do a, do Luke's Academy. Yeah, Kylo's fall, which you're going to do in the movie. It was just be, I don't know. It was. It's one of those things. It, it's that, that first announcement thing about standalone. Well, even even Han Solo as an announcement. Well, yeah. I was sort of like, eh. did I you want see the new? Did I you see the video different. that uh, Rob ha- Ron Howard uh, released today? Where he's cooking stuff on an R two. Yeah, is that what you're doing with your R two now? You give it up and you're going to make it into it's a straight. The, there's a picture. There's a concept art from uh, from Star Wars thirteen thirteen, <laughs> the video game that that didn't make it. We're all here. That. Uh, Probably they were they were standing around warming themselves on a uh, RTD unit that was like that. It's either a trash bag or a trash can or, mm. or a grill or whatever. Grill, yeah. Or um, Death Star grill. No, I mean, Kenobi's one of those things where you don't need to touch it. Yoda's another one. 
I feel like there's unless you're going to go if back, you do young Yoda. That I was going to say if you go back and do Yoda as a Padawan or as a Jedi Knight, y- how Yoda ago. becomes a man. That's yeah. going to be an awesome film because the dialogue in that film is going to drive you up the wall. <laughs> Everything's just back. You know, you do Qui Gon Jinn as his uh, as his Padawan or something. So that way, you know. You yeah, get, but then you got to find young you gotta, Liam yeah. Neeson. You got you to you gotta cast young Liam Neeson. I don't know if you can do that. Well, you could do. Because you cast you cast young Harrison Ford with River Phoenix, and it was so bad that he died. Yeah. I mean, it was just like oh. it was too much for him to take. And then you cast some other kid, and they're like, oh, he's going to play it as the Joker or something. I no, mean, but just, see, you can go back and get Liam Neeson's footage from the thing Excalibur. Is from, oh, Jesus. <laughs> from all of this. What, what this what this, what this gives to me, I understand they you got to connect everything. According to right. Lucasfilm, it's like we just got to keep connecting. At some point, you have to stop connecting, and you have a chance to do something new and exciting. I'd like to see Doctor Afra. I'd like to see a film in which I'm not sure. One of the things you liked about Rogue One the first time you saw it, you're not sure if these characters are going to make it. Right. You have no idea. Are they going to kill all of them? Are they going to kill some of them? Are they all going to survive? Does K2SO go on to have wacky adventures with the rebellion? <laughs> does Cassian, you know, does Jin die and Cassian goes back to the rebellion? And decides he's going to keep going with Saw's group. You could have seen that, where he yeah. decides to... He's He really just goes over the edge, yeah. or what have you. You're watching that film, and you don't know the end stakes of it. You can't watch a Kenobi film if it's on Tatooine and not know the end stakes of most of the major characters that are in it, because you've already seen their connections. If you do Knights of the Old Republic, if you do something between seven or between 6 and 7, where you have all new characters in it, even watching Force Awakens, you're watching it going... They could kill Poe. Yeah. They were supposed to. They could kill Finn if they really wanted to. You could have had Ren just put him right through it and go, okay. And they can kill Han Solo because he's old. And going, I'm Harrison Ford's like, I'm but not coming you, back and Would you like to see things like like uh, Inferno Squad where you know it's taking place during the Galactic Civil War? I'm and perfectly other... fine with that if it's characters you don't know because you don't know their fate. Because the, the story is in – because all those stories that you have, you read something like Inferno Squad, you read all of the novels that we've been reading, Thrawn and – you're reading it going, I know what happens to the Empire. Right. The story is the characters within that piece. As you're reading Inferno Squad, you really don't know what's happening with those characters. And right. I think that's what they need to focus on with their standalone films. Is like, what happens in between our main stories or things that we've yeah. already told. And that's what Rogue One is. Rogue right. One is a mm-hmm. bunch of new characters. But you can't, you don't you have can't a follow the Rogue One Mon Mothma is not a major character. You know who Mon Mothma is. She's the head of the Rebellion. You know she survives right. because she's in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's going to happen in that film, but she's not in the middle of the action. The characters, the five or six characters in the middle of the action, every single one of them can survive. Every single one of them can die because yeah. you haven't seen a connection to them yet. Right. But, but you're with the Han Solo, you're, you're taking away from... Three major characters in Han Solo, you absolutely know what their fate is. Yes, you know what their fate Solo, is, Chewbacca but, but and you're Lando, getting you're getting a their adventure while you know the Republic's being disintegrated and the Empire's rising, or you know wherever it's going to be. Yeah, and hopefully, oh, I hope it doesn't have much to do with that. Just make it an underworld movie. I'd I'd like an underworld. I'd love mm-hmm. to see an underworld movie, but it's just this is what they're going to do, and you've got an actor that you already have ready made to do it. Do you think this is why they haven't announced any films from after? You know they, they yeah because they don't know what they're doing. You got you got to see you know, Rogue One work, and that gave you your connection, your your connecting points between the the sagas. You know, and Han Solo is going to be a little bit you know out there by itself, but it, with a familiar character, with you know some familiar characters that you know. So you're not learning everything new about those characters. You you get to have you you know you get to have familiar characters. 
on an well, yeah, adventure. That's in it because the ma- the masses have no idea. And now that it's not canon, you really don't know how Han Solo won the Millennium Falcon off a of land. Right. We may see that in this. And then, so then you take those two and you go, okay, this formula worked, and well, the Han Solo one didn't really work, or it did work. So we can we can take these and then we can expand these out from other Thanks, characters. Opie. You know, I mean, we could, you know, who knows where they could go. But could, the thing with it is, is if you place those pieces, you place the character into pieces in the new stories where you don't know the outcome of the story. You have characters, hopefully, that are in that story that um, you care about so that within that two hours or so, you're going to be invested in Woody Harrelson's character. You're going to be invested in whoever the love interest is. You're right. going to be invested in whoever, you know, Lando's friend is or whatever. Um not knowing anything of the story, but, and that's where the joy of that story would be in those characters. And if those characters aren't great, then you're in trouble. Yeah. We liked Rogue One because um, the first time I'm watching Rogue One, I'm really invested in, in Baze and Chirrut. And I like Cassian and I like Jin. And I want to see what happens to these characters and how they get to the and end of it, not bad. And all of them that die. Yeah. And then you're just like, well, this sucks. And if you're me, like the second time you see it, you start crying because you're a bitch. Um, <laughs> or you could but, be like that one girl that watched it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just. Would you like to see some characters that were introduced, maybe the Clone Wars or something? No, I just want to see a new film. You just want to see a film with brand new characters, new characters that you <gasps> yeah. have no I mean, idea. You can put it in the, in the thing, and if it's you, the Galactic Civil War is defined by the Rebellion versus the Empire. Yeah, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands of stories within that. If you read Battlefront, the first novel, Battlefront makes a movie that'd be great. Yeah. You know, because you don't know. Again, you're reading Battlefront. Major characters die off page. Yeah. You know, they don't even talk about it. They're just like, well, they're on the ship after another month and go, yeah, we lost so and so last month. And you're like, that was a major character. They spent the whole last chapter about that person and she dies in the middle of nowhere. Like, what the hell is this? So that's the type of thing. If you if you base it in that, those stories are interesting because the story of uh, the story of that. If you watch Battle, if you read Battlefront, you read Inferno Squad. The story of it isn't. The rebellion versus the empire. Hey, who's going to win? We already know. Death Star Two blue blows up. And, right. You know the Republic gets reestablished. Within it, it's how does Inferno Squad get to the end of this mission? Yeah. How does this group in Battlefront get to the end of this mission? Tarkin is. How did Tarkin come to power? And this very you know small pieces that are in it. Uh, Thrawn is basically because Thrawn is a new well, character. You Thrawn, don't know Thrawn's to, fate. How throw, how yeah, Thrawn well, and actually, you know his fate in, in a certain degree there because you saw him in Rebels. Right, but, but it is how he just became Thrawn. dropped how he came into this. But who's the most interesting character in Thrawn? His lieutenant. His lieutenant, yeah. Because you don't know where he's going and you right. don't know what happens to him. And, and you get I to the end, and I won't say anything. I can't remember his name either. Um, I'm terrible with names. Uh, you get to the end of that book and it leaves that character in a spot where you go, I want to know what happens to him. Yeah. Even more so than I want to know what happens to Thrawn well, it, because I know Thrawn ends up in Rebels. In a spot. Once you read, once you read, uh, which one was it? Uh, once you read, uh, um, I want to say Battlefront. One, but um, what was the last trilogy? Um, well, no, don't say that because that's why I don't, give, I don't want to give away the end of the of the thing. Right, so, but yes, once you, you read Aftermath, you 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 connect those those and again, pieces. There's a reason why Aftermath doesn't have major characters in it outside of Han in the second novel. Right, is because you don't know where the fates of those characters. I'm reading that whole story, going any one of these characters can die except Snap because we know he's in Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what Singer. All Wedge is in. It. Well, yeah, we don't know what Wedge does. We don't know what happens because Wedge. Dennis Lawson's like, no, I'm not going to show up. You want to pay me to show up for five Leia's minutes? Leia's in no. it for just a little bit. Yeah, now those are characters that are in... The comics did this uh, Rogue Squadron as a, as a 
uh, comic series. Wedge is in it. You had already seen a bunch of novels where he's all the way up in Centerpoint Station or whatever. Right. But all those other characters, you had no idea. And that was what it was. Characters like Plur and the, the Celestian, they could die at any point because you'd never see him anywhere else. Those are the characters you cared about. Wedge was the, um, was the archetype as right. a leader. He's, he's still, nothing happens to Wedge in those series. Yeah. Nothing. Jansen gets to change a little because he falls in love with Winter or whatever. And so you have other characters I that still, move. Or maybe Winter's one of my favorite so uh, I just, but yes, it, it, it gets sort of announced. We don't know for sure. It looks like it is. It looks like it's headed towards production, but it's something. I think if you're a really big Star Wars fan, this isn't something to get as excited about as you would think. Well, see, I have a feeling. I you know, and I love you and McGregor's Obi Wan, and, and oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him again. I mean, if they did a Clone Wars movie, I'd be fine with it. But I don't think that's that's the right move going forward. You've got to tell new stories. There's a reason why there's three new characters. What if in episode you did seven. it as him trying to get Luke to Tatooine? No, that, no. that's got to be easy. Just get him there. We've already seen it because you know he arrives. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then that takes well, then it, that makes it more anticlimactic. The point of Episode three with them already saying like. Yeah, he he shows up in episode three like yeah. five minutes later. Yeah, no, that you know? is that does you know that Luke, takes away. Leia, okay, I'm dying now. <laughs> this um, one, send her to be with Bale, who's already a part of the see, rebellion. See, I can't imagine the story group. She's gonna go crazy. Uh, Luke, I can't put him on a planet over there. Just whatever. I can't imagine the story group. Well, yeah, it's Bale's fault. Take him to his family. Well, no, you know, it depends on who makes the decision. Huh? Who makes the decision? Is Yoda the sexist that thinks Luke's going to be the hope and sends the other one to? But then you can change <laughs> and say that what Yoda Yoda knew that Leia's fate would be much different. That she would be yeah. a part of the rebellion. Um. Well, but yeah, we all Luke, know Yoda, Luke, Luke would have Yoda succumbed to the pressure all, early. What happened, what happened all along? We see you know you see that in the Clone Wars, uh, which is stupid because then it makes Yoda a dick. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I can't imagine the story group, though, approving something that, that would diminish the sacrifice that they mentioned at the end of 3. Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. We're going to wrap it money. up with that. Come here. Please don't so, come, here. come here. Come here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, once again, please leave us a comment. Tell us what you think about the Kenobi, the potential Kenobi movie. Or about the potential of Casey Affleck. You know, Come on. ruining. Oh, yo, I don't think we want to talk about the potential stop. of Casey Affleck. <laughs> the potential. Where, where, where are you going? All right, so check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we're on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, who's cooking now, and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk Mikey's to you next week. Cooking. He's a cooking machine. <laughs>